0: Hello, this is Igoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show, so keep your ears open and your mouth shut.
1: To the steven crypto show presented by the stevestrout.com i'm steve
0: i'm crypto zoo and i'm just gonna be honest with all of you this is episode 47 i don't have no corny ass rhymes for this week so catch me on 48
1: yeah we'll do a little better next time i know you expect more from us but uh we're talking before we start only thing we could mention that Ryan bit seven is like heaven and that's it's far from topic we should even be touching on because we Believe know we're me, going. I was thinking about it, we know we're going to hell. We're gonna to go to hell and be tortured for eternity watching Zack Snyder movies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. anyways, hopefully you've been enjoying us more than we enjoy Zack Snyder movies. Should not say much, but I think you guys enjoy nope. us. You're still here. You've been coming back for 47 episodes. So I think some of you is kind of like us.
0: And, and some you, of you actually just jumped in, to be honest. Some of you're yes. just jumping in now, maybe catching that recap episode. There's so like, for those of you Why are they
1: starting off with his Zack Snyder hate? I love the yeah, Justice League the, movie. Yeah,
0: what's with all the negativity? Like, no, we we have fun here, but um, you know, part of that fun is taking digs at Zack Snyder films. So buckle up.
1: It's just it's part of life. It's part of life. But um yeah, if you guys have been digging or if you're new and just getting into the show and enjoying it, check out our buy me a coffee page at buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto where you could go there, buy us a coffee, which basically uh contribute to the show, show us some love. Um another ways you can support us is by sharing the show and telling your friends and relatives and Enemies and whoever else about the show. Um, tell Zack Snyder about the show. I'm sure he would like to to listen to us. He would probably enjoy it. Check us out. coffee dot com slash SteveCrypto.
0: Our show has a good variety. We got we got a, a good mix of pop culture, you know, news and little tidbits and things that we like to toss your way. But we it, the show always has an emphasis on horror.
1: Yeah got it we got it
0: our friends that are into the horror stuff we we might be a little bit quiet about it but this is the month that we all get to to show our love for horror even more than usual so what i'm saying is i want you to especially tell your friends that are into horror that are into halloween and stuff like that let them know about this podcast and and maybe they'll dig it and we appreciate you for spreading the word
1: yes we appreciate it more than you guys realize um Last week, speaking of appreciation, last week we celebrated our one-year anniversary of the launch of the Stephen Crypto Show. And uh, we talked a bit about some of our favorite guests and moments and stuff like that. So if you want to hear a little more about the last year, if you're new to the show, go check out episode 46. And, of course, I mean, check out the episode before it, too. We we had some fun over the last year, and we're going to have a lot more with you guys. But uh, this week, we actually have two guests. We have one here to uh, promote a local comic book show. And another is a fellow podcaster who is also celebrating her one year of her podcast, which we'll get to a little bit later. But our first guest, we have an old friend of mine um a new friend of cryptos we have james taylor who
0: not the singer
1: not the singer i mean that would probably get us a lot of listens though
0: and and you know i believe this james does have a, a very nice voice he has i mean he's
1: a he, lovely voice he,
0: he sang for us after the interview you know <laughs> just personally for steve and i it was beautiful but uh not Wait, the James on. Taylor that you're used did, to.
1: Did you guys talk more after I left and he was singing to you? Because I missed that part.
0: Were you in that much of a trance during his song that you just don't even remember? I was so
1: mesmerized. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, he is the, the man who produces and runs the formerly known as Jet City comic show. It's now called the Grit City comic show in Tacoma, Washington. It's a great show here in the northwest. It is one of the last conventions, basically, where it's really a comic book show. Still, like you could go and there's just it's comic books. The main focus of this show, yeah, is comic that books.
0: Was, that was really like one of the first, one of the first big comic conventions I went to.
1: Yeah, it's a good show. Um, so our first guest on the Stephen Crypto Show is. Our friend James Taylor, who is the man who runs the Jet City, formerly known as the Jet City Comic Show, now called the Grit City Comic Show. It's one of the last, I say, one of the last actual comic book conventions. And it's here in the Northwest in Tacoma, Washington. And he's going to jump on here and tell us a bit about the show and uh, where he can get the details, where it's at, some of the awesome comic guests he's going to have there, some some uh, favorites of mine, uh, check it out.
2: Hi, I'm Jade the Libra and I do all things Halloween, Halloween decor hunting, Halloween hauls, all sorts of spooky things and including spooky music. Uh, so uh, just come hang out, have a good Halloween time on the <laughs> Steven Crypto show.
1: Hey, we're on the Steven Crypto show with our friend James Taylor. He's an old, uh, not the uh, singer songwriter, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, it's funny. Um, I was telling another friend, James, last night. I was like, Yeah, you know, James Taylor? From, he's like, The singer? Like, no. <laughs> no. He's uh, James co runs the formerly known as Jet City comic show which is one of the last real comic book conventions here in the Northwest if you ask me Um, you can actually go there and funny thing unlike most of these other pop culture conventions you can actually find comic books (laughs) which is pretty exciting because when I go to a comic show I would like to see some comic books I like to dig in box after box and find some cool stuff and it's a good show um we're gonna talk with him for a few minutes to hype it up it's coming up next weekend saturday october i believe it's the ninth correct ninth my mental calendar is is also behind today um but hey james how you been good i've been doing
3: well yeah just uh you know gets a little stressful uh, right. Again, just close to a show, but it's all good. Yeah, especially you know work a day job and then working on the show when you
0: can and whatever else is going on in life. Yeah. Well, I um, want to say thank you, thank you in advance for putting the emphasis on the word comic for this convention. <laughs> you know, because they used to just be called comic book conventions. Now it seems like it's they just you know took the first part out and they're calling them conventions because they emphasize so much on the celebrity appearances and you know those are fun. But it's cool that, you know, you're you're deciding to kind of take it back to the roots for this one.
3: Yeah. And, you know, when we first started Jet City Comic Show, we specifically went with Comic Show. Just because Comic-Con became synonymous. Ah, I can't say the word right now. Uh, everybody synonymous. thinks of it now. Yeah. There you go. Synonymous. <laughs> um, with pop culture. You know, Comic-Cons have basically become more celebrity driven shows and so we're like you know we love the comic-con name but hey we, we got to be different and you know focus you know because our first focus is always comic books
1: um we dig digging too much you actually um you're an artist yourself uh-huh. you've done yes. some some cool uh stuff that i believe we covered on the com a while back Long time ago, yeah. Um, want to mention any of that stuff, or are you still active? Yeah,
3: sure. Um, occasionally I still worked on some comic books, so I worked as a comic book anchor mostly. Um, I did publish way back in the day in the earlier, early mid 2000 ish, you know, like 2003 to 2008, 10, somewhere in there. Um, as Rorschach Entertainment, and then I worked for quite a few publishers. The biggest one would probably have been Penny Farthing Press, who um they were around the same time um if you remember cross gen um and they were putting out really nice comics so like i gotta work with len ween i gotta work with Stuart moore i gotta work with a lot of top talent uh ron randall and then you know you'd have neil adams or bernie Wrightson and covers on the books you know i mean you know they worked with top people and it was really cool and a lot of fun um and you know i enjoyed working on comic books and then i did a creator-owned comic book with uh courtney huddleston called the bully's bully which um we still have one more graphic novel to publish and eventually we'll uh run like a kickstarter program on that one
1: nice Nice. so how did you go from creating comics to doing the comic show so
3: i've basically been in the comic book industry since i don't know 1997 ish was when i first started Um, You know, working shows. Um, I helped out as a dealer, but I worked shows mainly as an artist back then. Um, And then when, excuse me, when Emerald City started, you know, I was friends with them. So Brian, Jim, George and Chris Rangel, who nobody remembers, you know, he's often the forgotten guy because he left after a few years. Um, Those were the owners. And then I was kind of like the fifth beetle type of thing. Um, so, I handle all the marketing and the design work. And out of them, I was probably the only one that worked shows anywhere outside the little old um, swamp meet style shows in the um, Pacific Northwest. Um, you know, I used to go to Baltimore, Texas, and do all the big shows, um, Chicago, um, and of course, San Diego. Um, so, I was the only one with experience working big shows. So, I kind of helped with that. And then as Emerald City got bigger brian and i decided you know he was part owner of emerald city we decided to you know emerald city's getting big it's getting expensive for a lot of local dealers local artists let's still put on like a simpler show you know and just focus on comics because we knew that was going over to the you know celebrity driven route because that's where the money is um so and that's when we kind of spun off with jet city and we were all friends still at the time and um so, and Brian and I start off Jet City Comic Show, and oh man, I think it's twelve years ago now. I think uh, that was the first year, two thousand nine, in Seattle. Uh, we were in Seattle for like two years, I think, and then we moved down to to uh, Tacoma. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, so it's... yeah,
3: it just kind of naturally, yeah, went into it. It's like
0: it just happened. Doctor, yeah.
3: yeah. You know, comics are in my blood. I guess I mean, yeah. it, it's yeah. hard to get it
0: out of you. <laughs> Right. Do you have a favorite comic line? Just since we're on that subject. Do you have something that just a, a comic line that you love or or one that you're reading currently that you're into?
3: Um so for comics like growing up, the X-Men was always my book. I tend to be more of a Marvel guy, but the X-Men, you know, there's just something different about the story. And I think the God loves Man Kills graphic novel. Um that one blew me away with Brent Anderson and then who I can't remember who painted it. Um you know, because that was, you know, hand painted, but it was painted. It wasn't just the spot colors that they were doing in comics at the time. So, I mean, that was a beautiful book. But then the way it read, you know, the way they tied in racism into, it means, you know, they took it even farther than the comic books normally did. Um, so that's really what got me into comics and then more probably the art side. Currently, you know what? I probably don't read as much as I should, mainly because, you know, I have family, kids, running the show, work. And, you know, I sell freelance clients, too. But I follow artists, you know. So it's it's all about art for me, um, art right. driven for me. Um, so yeah, just seeing all of these. And as we're running the show, the cool thing is, you know, I search out okay, who's new artist Oh, so I'm always discovering kind of like, oh, who's out there? Oh man, they're doing some cool stuff. So like 2019, we brought Veronica Fish out and her um, husband. Um, She was, you know, she was climbing up the ladder and she was working, I think, I forget what she was working on at the time, but, you know, she was climbing up the ladder and she's doing gorgeous work. And, you know, we brought her out and there's been other artists like that. Like we brought up Gabriel Hardman before Emerald City ever did um, back when we were in Seattle, actually, Um, you know, so it's kind of, we try to get like these rising artists before they're, you know, we know that they're going to, and they're doing really cool work. So we want to expose them
1: Um, and then yeah so right.
3: it's yeah just art i'm art driven guy
1: yeah so cool. since since we're talking yep. artists and mm-hmm. we're here to promote grit city yeah uh comic show who who are some of the the artists on the roster this year
3: oh yeah so our guest this year i gotta look at my cheat sheet jeff Parker, um he's a writer mainly but he did off start off as an artist um this will actually be his first time coming to our Tacoma show. He's been at Emerald City, and of course, he does Rose City because he lives down in Portland. Um, he's worked on X Men First Class, Whole Flash Gordon. Um, he's I think he's still doing work on DC's 100 Page Giant, which is in I think the Walmart stores. Um, I think right now he's currently doing ninja but he's always doing creator owned stuff as well. Um, so he's he, we're excited about him because he hasn't done our show. I mean. And then we got Ibrahim um, Mustafa. He's one of those rising artists. We brought him in as a guest years ago, um, right when he was kind of just starting to, you know, make, get, starting to build his name. Um, he just had super, uh issue of Superman Red and Blue come out. He came out with a graphic novel called Count. He's worked on Dr. Fate and worked on James Bond over, I think it's Boom that published that. And then we got Stefano Godino. Godiano. Oh, nice! Godian. Yeah, you know he's yeah. one of the nicest guys. You know, definitely. If you don't know, he's worked on Walking Dead since 2013. Um, he worked on uh, Deceased, which is kind of like their instead of Marvel zombies. It looks like that's cool. <laughs> but he worked that's on cool. Daredevil, and you know a lot of great stuff. um Randy Emmerlin, who's come to all of our shows, he's he was an anchor back in the 90s and late 80s. And, Working on amazing Spider-Man during all the the hot stuff. Um, yeah, work, Carnage, working over yes. Yeah, Carnage. He was on that because that the
1: movie's coming out, so that's kind of exciting. Exactly. So you go meet Randy Emberlin and get some get some Carnage prints, and yeah, yeah, exactly. just in and time for the movie. And the coolest
3: thing about his booth is his wife.
1: <laughs> She's, <laughs> a sweet She's super sweet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see who else do we got. We got Matthew Clark. Um, he's a good friend of the show. I've known him forever. Um, he did some early, you know, Obama Girl prints for us that I got to eat. Uh, but he worked on Wonder Woman, Doom Patrol, Outsider, Superman, a lot of DC comics with him. And then we got a couple of um, higher end indie guys like Banagravitz type guys with Peter Bagg. Um, I mean, he worked. He did a lot of album art in the Seattle in those early 90s and working on, I think, the Rocket and the Stranger, which are old local zines. Uh, but Kate is probably his big book that everybody knows. Um, Buddy does Seattle, things like that. And then more recently, um, he worked on Woman Rebel, um, which is the Margaret Sanger st- story, which she was a um, a birth control activist back in, I don't know, I think the 50s or 60s, something like that, back when it wasn't popular. Um, and then we also have Pat um, Mar- Mariarity. I'm horrible with names. Yeah, Pat Mariarity, um, Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he's one of those, I want to call him an underground artist, but he's, he worked at Mad Magazine, he's one of the, I would say he's a cartoonist, Um, he did a lot of comic books, like Big Mouth was probably his big one, but he's been doing animation in recent years, and he won an award um, for his Realm on Beyond Reason, Realm Beyond Reason, Um, and then he also, I think he animated for a recent Replacements video for the Replacements, which was an old 80s band, you know, both him and Peter Bag did a lot of music related stuff back in the day, posters and artwork and album covers, which is cool to me because I was a huge music fan, um, especially back then. You know, growing up in Seattle in the 80s and early 90s, you know, it was a, it was a cool time. Um, so, yeah, those are our main comic book guests. And of course, we have like at least 60 more artist alley tables. So lots of writers and creators right. there
1: and then the there's discover. always and there's always a ton of dealers and you come yeah. and get collectibles and toys and We're... comics and a bit of everything you know
3: yeah we've got some new comic book dealers this year that we haven't had before some guys that are kind of coming out of dealer retirement they're like ah, i've been sitting on these for a while so it's kind of we've got um i think probably gonna have a really good comic book selection and then we also have um Oh, comics! The gallery who are over kind of, kind of that Tacoma span life, But they're bringing a hundred long boxes of. I think it's either fifty cent or a dollar bin. Wow! Yeah. Holy um, shit! Uh, yep. Yeah, Which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, there'll Maybe be you just a people. There'll be a, you could just there'll stand be a at that one,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can stand at that one table for a couple hours just digging. Yes, and that's the fun, you know. Just yeah, dig it. you yeah. find the gems that way. That's that's. The best. I love it. Yeah, but
1: just make sure we're all safe and masked up. And are you following any of those guidelines?
3: So, yeah, we have to follow the mask, obviously. Um, And with the state and the city, because the city owns the convention center, we have to hire um, a couple of enforcement officers. They're just walking around, making sure everybody keeps their masks up. Um, And then on top of that, we are requiring vaccination or a negative test within 72 hours. Right. Um, so which isn't required in Pierce County. Um, I think it is up in King County now. It obviously is like where you are, Steve, up in yeah. um, Clown Gibson. and Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson yeah. yeah. So we were, we were kind of hedging our bet. We felt like the state was going to require it, but I mean, they're still, I mean, have a week till the show, so they might still, but yeah, you know, we didn't want to spring it on people, basically. Right,
1: right. It's better <laughs> to play it safe, you know, better be safe than yeah. sorry give everybody that peace of mind so they can still come and have a good time, but know that everybody else there is doing their part to keep us right. all healthy and safe too. Exactly. And so
3: we were kind of watching what like what Crypticon and Rose City did to, you know, we asked, um, you know, the volunteers and, you know, how that, how it went for them. And we wanted to see how it went. Um, and it seemed to pretty, go pretty good at those shows and yeah, um, no mask problems, you know, because, you yep. know, people, I mean, we're tired of wearing masks, but at the same time, I'm I'm pretty used to
0: it now. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel weird, like, leaving the house without it. Like, wait, I forgot something. Like,
0: Yeah, you know. it's just a normal essential. Your wallet, keys, all that. So,
1: yeah.
0: not that yeah. big of a deal. No, not at all. So,
1: yeah. So, what are the details? Time, place? Sure. So,
3: Grid City Comic Show, October 9th. We run from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, we will be at the greater Tacoma convention center, which is right downtown. Uh, Um, there's parking all over. There's, uh, I think there's still free street parking. If you go up the hill block or two, um, and then there's lots of parking lots. Um, the other thing, our cosplay contest, I think the kids are at one and the adult cosplay contest is at four o'clock, which is 13 and up. Um, and then we've got some great judges and you know kind of the usual with that uh what else do we have we have the lego display which is always that's always cool cool stuff yeah. Yeah. um well i think they'll be out in the lobby this year So yeah. kind of tweaking the show floor and then yeah i mean that's the bulk of it we kind of stripped the show down you know being uncertain times we're not doing any panels because our panel rooms are kind of small yeah. uh, it'd be really hard to in in that convention center they're not huge so It'd be kind of hard to socially distance in them. You know, yeah. you could have 10 people maybe. Um, yeah. So it's kind of hard to do a panel with that. Um, so, you know, we're just focusing on the dealers and the comics and the creators. And then a few things, you know, we have a couple cosplay groups like Mandalorian Mercs, which is cool. And uh, um, a Halo group as well. So, yeah, we're just doing what we
0: can. Sounds so, like a great time.
1: Limited. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah
1: it's it's a good show. The venue is awesome. I love that convention center. You yeah, mentioned there's yeah. lots of parking. If I remember right, the parking was pretty cheap considering it's right downtown. I think it's like twelve yeah. bucks. For all the yeah, day I was it was like right around ten bucks for like the whole. Yeah, day. and um, yeah. Well, one much of the, coolest than one of the coolest One <laughs> of Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite parts about this show is it is that it's very family friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, yeah. is important and right now it's it's people need to get out and kind of live a little bit because we've all cooped up so long so bring the kids out make sure everybody's masked up down at tacoma and come to grit city comic show it's going to be a blast
0: yep that's right bring your paycheck go get some comics (laughs) that's right (laughs) Uh, wear a
1: costume. It's perfect timing. It's Halloween month, so
3: yeah,
0: right before costume
1: and get in that contest or just 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 come, just come in and have a good time. Um, come check
0: it out. Get some Carnage prints. Check out the Legos. Yes. When I was when we attended, they had oh, there was a Predator head made out of Legos. There was a oh, wow. Darth Vader. They had several different things. I mean, I I, I can't imagine what they're going to do this year right yeah they always step it up even more and more every year
3: it's a good group the the sea lug which is the um seattle lego group they're the ones who put it on and then they run a show up in seattle which i don't think they're doing it this year called uh brick, Con.
1: brick Con, so they yep. run
3: that and then they come down and you know set up at our show to kind of promote their group cool that's awesome
1: um okay so one more time details and can people find you on social media to mm-hmm. keep up and get all that info?
3: Sure. So once again, October 9th, um, we'll be out in downtown Tacoma grit city comic show, um, on social media, we still run under the jet city comic show. Um, uh, but if you do a search for grit city, we'll also come up, um, you know, with our Facebook event, um, city um, is the website mm. Yeah, all the details, everything that's happening is pretty much up there.
1: All right. Well, thank you for uh, taking a few minutes to to hype the show with us. Everybody listening, check it out. It's a good, very low-cost, family-friendly event that you guys should check out. So we will see you guys next weekend.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you once again to James Taylor for being on the show and telling us about Great city comic show coming up this weekend in Tacoma. Be sure to go and check it out. Tell your friends, bring the family. It is definitely a friendly, family friendly event. Um, I, it was actually one of the first big conventions that I ever attended and I had a great time and I know you will too.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a good show and it's, uh, Halloween month, so there'll be a lot of costumes there. So don't forget to dress up and your cosplay or even wear, try out your Halloween costume. Test drive it.
0: That's right. Yep. Speaking of Halloween month, Steve and I do our best to watch a Halloween film or something that's fitting for the theme you know, of Halloween. All month long. Every day. We try to throw something in the mix. So if you have any suggestions, please let us know. But, uh, Steve, why don't you let us know what you've been watching so far.
1: Right, right. So, I don't like to plan it ahead too much. I kind of wing it, and I just <laughs> get up, and whenever I feel like watching, it's like, all right, let's do this. I-, I thought about trying to plan it ahead and schedule my whole month out, but it never works out. But I always get it done. <laughs> I watched 31 movies. Um, so, let's see. The first one I watched was Trick or Treat from, I believe, 86. It was this one, uh, it's kind of like a cult movie. Uh, uh it's about a, uh, dude, this old metalhead kid, that, uh, high school kid, he is, like, obsessed with this rock star, and a rock star dies in a hotel fire, and, and, uh, Somehow he comes back as, like, a demon or something. and It's a it's a wild one. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. A lot of people haven't, but more people yeah, should. Yeah, I
0: haven't seen that one yet, absolutely.
1: It, it's good. Um, it's kind of a tricky one to find. I had to... I've been searching for it for a while. Like, you could find it, but, it's like, it's been out of print for years, so it's pretty pricey. And I took a shot on, like, a used copy. You know, like with no pictures or anything, no much of a description, but it was like a good price, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna take a shot," and I got it, and it's like fucking mint, so I'm happy. Um, let's see, second movie I watched was the Bela Lugosi classic White Zombie, which he plays like a, a witch doctor that that uh basically turns people into zombies and uses them as Slaves to do his fucked up shit. And, yeah, I remember watching that one. Yep. Day three, which was last night. Like I said, we're recording on the 4th. I haven't even picked my movie for today yet, so don't even ask. But last night I watched the old uh, Rankin-Bass animated Mad Monster Party, which is made by like the, the people who did like the old Rudolph movie and stuff um that's pretty cool yeah. like I've, I've owned that movie for years and i haven't watched i'd never watched it before until last night so i don't i have i have a crazy movie collection and probably a quarter of them are are uh still in the package which is kind of weird but uh what do you watch so far
0: Oh well, um yeah, you, know, you mentioned the Mad Monster Party thing. I need to check that out as well. I uh, grew up on all those stop motion claymation films, um but I I never got to see that one. Um I so far I've watched uh Hubie Halloween, which is just a, a you know typical fun Adam time. Sandler, yeah. Yeah, typical Sandler film, It's, it's funny fun though. though yeah, it's great, you know, and they kind of made like a little Sandler verse for him in a way. A lot of ties to his old movies. Um, I watched Child's Play Two, which is the fan favorite for a lot of people. Uh Bride is probably still my favorite, but um I like Childs Play two just as much, I'd say. I, I
1: hear um, a lot of people like pick between the, the between Bride of Chucky and Child's Play Two, so that's like a yeah popular uh opinion
0: yeah yeah I, I i'm like partial to the first one personally but yeah Oh, i love the original one too but i'm i don't know i like the the bickering and and uh you know banter back and forth between uh chucky and tiffany right, so, right. um but uh, yeah watch shall Play too um let's see i've watched some halloween themed episodes of uh, sitcoms and things uh, like um, the Halloween episode of WandaVision. I watched that yesterday. Right. And you know, I'm I'm kind of on the same page as you. I don't have a pick for tonight. I I think I'm gonna try to watch Leatherface, the the prequel movie. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that one yet? Um, I think so.
1: Man, I'm old. I forget half the shit I've. Watched, and, and
0: watched. there's quite a few of the chainsaw, the Texas Chainsaw films. You know, kind yeah. of easy to get them mixed up, um, right. and they haven't been the most creative with the title yet. So, yeah, it gets kind of confusing. Yeah, like, what, um, but this which one's which? <laughs> Stephen <which? laughs> Dorf is Stephen Dorf is the sheriff, and um, uh, Jed is much younger in this film. And and you know, at the beginning they start off with his birthday, and they're the family's giving him a chainsaw and you know the the neighbors supposedly stole some of their pigs and he was like i don't even want your dirty pigs (laughs) and he (laughs) says trust me i don't care for your your dirty pigs or your dirty family i don't want anything to do with it
1: right and
0: uh and honestly it's
1: understandable
0: and jed doesn't even want anything to do with taking care of the guy the way the family wants him to like they they end up pushing him like he you know, they they rev up the chainsaw for him. And he's just standing there with it, and he doesn't want to do it. And finally, one of his older relatives just pushed him into the guy. And so, you know, it's uh, it basically started with the family kind of egging him on to to do these horrible things. But anyway, I, you know, I'll see if I can finish that one later. It, it it'll be kind of interesting just to see, um, you know. The, the history of the family and how it all started and whatnot. I, I, I kind of wonder if they're going to show how Chop Top came into the mix because he just kind of showed up in number two, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't definitely wasn't in one.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. He was just kind of appeared. and I don't know. It'd be nice to get a little background on him. Right. So this is your first time watching another Watching this particular one, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you streaming it or? Yeah, it's on Peacock. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I actually uh I started it earlier, just I got like ten, fifteen minutes in and so I'm hoping to finish it later tonight.
1: And um, Aside from the Halloween stuff, you just watched the uh, Venom movie, right? Venom two? How how was yeah. that? Was without well, spoiling it?
0: I can easily say it's better than the first. Okay. Which often is not the case, but it is better than the first. I will let you all know that they do not hold back on Venom or Carnage whatsoever. You get to see them in all their glory. Right. Um, And I will say that to save you all some time, um, you know, if if you haven't figured it out by now, like basically anything that's Marvel related is probably going to have an extra scene after the credits or mid-credits. And so, you know, you'd you kind of be a fool to leave early. So there's, uh, I guess there's I feel
1: like... post-credit scenes or mid-credit scenes. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: I mean, I've been sitting there two hours. What's another five minutes to see something well, extra, you know, a little...
1: Honestly, after sitting there for two hours drinking your gallon of root beer, you kind of got to pee at that
0: paid $8 for. You kind of got to
1: pee at that And,
0: uh, Yeah. yeah. Well, I paid eight dollars for us and they've been hanging on to that root beer as long as I can. I'm savoring it. No, you're it, you gonna it, your yeah.
1: Like, no, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna piss on myself and I'm gonna take this root bear home with me all over my pants. Well, you I wasn't going. $8. that far. Yeah.
0: I wasn't going that far. No. I'm gonna let to. my yeah, I, would to like I would read None your mind.
1: I would read your mind. He didn't have to. But um.
0: <laughs> um, I will say I did throw a couple flyers bars In the bathroom there So even if the attendants picked them up Then maybe they were listening to the show and In which case thank you
1: Or they're going to ban us from the theater for littering <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way we but, got um, their fucking attention Either
0: way. Yeah Um. Uh, Next,
1: so, big yeah, the, Next big movie Next big movie is Halloween Kills Yeah and to mention Halloween Kills, we have to make sure to mention our friends at Fright Rags. They did that pre release for the Halloween Kills gear. And uh, I guess they're shipping all that stuff now. Or about to. And this week they are officially releasing the whole line for you know for regular in the shop. So if you didn't get in on the pre order, um Get in, get some of the Halloween Kills gear. It looks awesome. Head over to their uh, Instagram, Fright Rags Instagram. And there's pictures and stuff of all the t-shirts and everything they're putting out for this movie. If you didn't get the pre-sale, you won't get it by the time the movie comes out. So you can't wear it to the theater, but you'll still get it and you'll be glad you did because this shit is awesome. It's over at Fright Rags, -rags Fright-Rags.com.
0: That's right, Fright Rags.com. See even crypto listeners get 10% off when they use the code Crypto10. That's
1: Crypto10. 10. 10. And if you're not familiar with Fright Rags, Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003, offering a wide range of products for your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Their collections include John Carpenter's Halloween, Universal Monsters, Night of the Living Dead. Creepshow, Twin Peaks, Evil Dead, and so many more. And just like Crypto just mentioned, it's all officially licensed and available soon or now at Fright-Rags.com. And he did mention our listeners, Stephen Crypto Show listeners, get 10% off when they use the code CRYPTO10 at checkout.
0: That's right. One word, CRYPTO10. C-R-Y-P-T-O-1-0.
1: Um, oh speaking of Fright Rag stuff, our, uh, second guest on this episode probably has a shitload of Fright Rags gear herself.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we had the pleasure of speaking with Jax from Here for the Booze podcast, and like Steve said, she recently, actually, she's about to hit a year. We recently hit a year, and she's about there. Uh, this so week. We just wanted to chat with her. Yep, that's this right. We her show hits
1: one year this week.
0: Yep. So we wanted to chat with her about, uh about her show and just wanted to fill you in on what she is up to and you know what she's doing for this season
1: she's she's another one of them creators that we think you guys will dig and that's why we bring these folks on to talk about their stuff so she's here to tell us about her hair for the booze podcast meet our friend Jax. hey we're on the steven crypto show with a new new friend fellow podcaster that we want to promote and have you guys check out we have jacks from the hair for the booze podcast um i stumbled across her show by uh accident really i think she might have liked something i put on instagram and i was like here for the booze what's that that sounds kind of cool so i went and checked and i saw like this awesome collection of like horror soundtrack records and all kinds of cool stuff and i was like oh she has a podcast too so i checked out an episode of that and it was really good she talked about uh horror documentaries in that podcast which is something that i I really dig but um then come to find out she also is just hitting her one year anniversary of her show just like we did so i was like okay we gotta we gotta uh show her some love on the show so uh Meet Jax, tell us about your show, how you got started, and all that interesting, important stuff.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. Greatly appreciate it. Um, So I started my podcast a year ago, actually on the 6th, so we're getting real close to it. Um, And I just wanted to approach the genre in a different way and talk about, you know, maybe some movies that people don't want to talk about or you know, if, if people were nervous about trying to maybe watch it or, you know, cause some people like to hear about most of the movie first <laughs> and then they'll go watch it. So I try to give a nice mix of spoiling some of the movie or not. I give, you know, recommendations to everybody. As Steve just said, I also just talked about some horror documentaries. Um, most of what I talk about is usually available on Shutter. <laughs> I don't work for them, but I feel like Sometimes I shy because I blast them all <laughs> oh, the time. Yeah. We I'm do sure all, we all the time. Do, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm trying to think. And I also, yeah, my vinyl collection, I was explaining earlier, comes from a, a background of, you know, being in band in high school and just really loving music in general. My parents had a nice eclectic background that we were exposed to. And then being in band, that's a totally different kind of, you know, music <laughs> to be listening to. And then I think too, with you know, a lot of the performing that we did, you know, I hate to sound like a, like a che- cheesy or cliche, but it was really a rush. You know, I mean, our, our band was like kind of famous. So we would go to, you know, we went to the Rose Bowl, like we were invited to the inauguration. After I graduated, they went to the Olympics in China. So it was about 2008. I can't remember. remember. Yeah, whenever the, whenever they were in China, <laughs> they went. And then, so yeah, so they're like famous. So like, you know, when we would perform, you know, like it's funny for like football, the football team, you know, nobody would be in the stands. But then at halftime, they would be full because we were going to be doing our halftime show. So, you know, we were kind of a big deal. <laughs> so music always, you know, really affected me. And I think with, with movies, you know, it can also like, change the game you know what I mean it can also elevate a movie it can enlighten you you know what I mean I, I just feel music is really important and with all the gorgeous artwork that comes with the vinyl and the pressing that they do of each one it's just oh it's hard now it's hard to like not want them all because <laughs> I really want to get the um it follows one but I want the rainbow variant oh. which it's like a hundred dollars and I was like no because I totally should have snagged it when it wasn't and I just stupidly waited like an idiot but we'll see but anyway so there's you know there's always some coming out and you know repressing or whatever you know one of my prized ones that I'm getting um it's actually coming in the mail (laughs) I got the psycho uh sit score so I'm really excited about that because I've always been a Hitchcock kind of person. And that's kind of how my parents not like got me into horror, but that's how I started to like it was because I would be watching older movies with my mom. And if sometimes it just so happened, we'd be watching like Rear Window or we'd be watching Vertigo or The Birds. M um, for Murder is like my favorite. So, you know, I just, I just love all that old, like, conversation movie but so yeah so you know my first episode on the podcast was actually about a documentary but it was the one on Hulu about the shower scene in Psycho called 7852 so if you guys haven't seen that oof that is amazing because I had no idea how innovative the filming in that movie in general was let alone that one scene so it was really cool um and a nerdy (laughs) Film kind of level so I I try to tell people like just you should watch that you know everybody has Hulu pretty much so that's definitely a cool one so that first episode um was really was really fun and then I think I did talk about more Hitchcock and then I talked about some Stephen King because that was another big influence on me you know to want to talk about horror and to you know the reason why I liked it was his books were just they were just like hypnotizing you know what I mean when I would read them when I was younger I just I literally couldn't put some of them down you know what I mean and it's not even the, all the scary ones like the girl who loved Tom Gordon couldn't put that down you know what I mean like that was great and emotional and yeah I was he's just a great writer but you know back to the podcast uh, yeah so you know i i try to you know i i also talked about like human centipede i don't really see too many people mm. talking about that movie but yeah. i love it and i you know i i try to tell people like it's it's really you know more graphic the saw movies are way more graphic than that the first saw movie is more graphic than this you know what i mean yeah. and and the acting of that guy is so great and perfect for that role that, you know, I just I really loved, you know, the first time I watched it, I was so nervous to watch it that I watched it like six in the morning. I was like so <laughs> scared. I was like, I'm ready. Okay, okay. And then I was like, oh, huh.
0: Not that you graphic. might have been scared, but not as scared as the person that woke up with their mouth attached to you know what.
2: I know, no, seriously. Oh, I yeah. well, I think I was expecting it to be super graphic, and I expected that um climax to be much, much um more graphic. You know, what I mean? like literally, yeah. I expected him to be cutting them open and you seeing like, the stitching everything.
0: and all that. Yeah, and, all, and you <laughs>
2: don't, and that I think. Yeah. You know that, and I always say this: less is sometimes more. That's why, Mm -hmm. you know, Michael Myers' character, and you know, even in the 2018 one, they don't show all the deaths. You know, you'll, you know, the camera will pan by, like in the beginning when at the gas station or whatever, and like that's where he gets the teeth because he smashes the guy. But you just the camera just pans by it real quick. You know what I mean? And you, some people might have missed it, but yeah, you know, I just I feel like it's okay to be graphic. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Yeah. There is a way to kind of like build some suspense and to keep it in a good way. You know what I, I mean? To hold to keep people coming back. You know what I, I think, mean? Yeah.
1: I think one of the best examples of that is is uh, alien. Oh, because how you know we barely see the monster, but you know there's something really fucked up out there. Yeah and you know you'd use your imagination to kind of make it even scarier
2: that's yeah, even alien. jaws
1: too jaws yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: yep there's there's a few movies where yeah. you don't see you know the bad, the bad guy or yeah. you know what i mean and there's, there's one more that like everybody was just talking about do come to me but i i love that i feel like that builds you know some really great tension when you're not expecting you know what I mean? And everything's just kind of (laughs) chill. You know what I mean? Like nothing's happening. It's not like as soon as the movie starts, here we go. Like boom, you know, which sometimes that's good too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But but I definitely think that those are the hour and 20 minute, hour and 30 minute movies. You know what I mean? I like that. Um, I'm nervous if the the Terrifier 2, that's going to be... Really? That's going to be two hours? I'm a little nervous because the first one I remember watching, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this. I was like, oh, my God. It was just like, we're doing it. We're doing it. Like I knew he was going balls
0: to fall to the wall. Right.
2: Yeah. Like when she's upside down, I'm like, I oh know yeah, what's going to happen." I'm like, yeah. right? you don't just put somebody like that. So <laughs> yeah. you're right. But I but I feel like, you know, you can still. You know, I mean that scene's pretty graphic <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah and
2: I think too you know I, I talked about that movie too um I am excited about the second one but I am a little I think I heard we're actually not going to get it until the winter and oh yeah. right oh
1: wow right yeah, yeah like early next year I think yeah Something like that. but it's
2: like I. but if they just scored it I think so that's when I knew like a, like a like a few months ago I heard that they had like or a month ago they had said they, they found a composer and whatever so I was like, oh, God, they haven't even scored yet. Like, oh, that yeah. takes a while sometimes. I thought it was closer yeah. to,
1: I thought it was a lot closer to being ready. But,
2: so did yeah. I. But I didn't know, I, no, I, I've never made a movie. so. Yeah. <laughs> you,
0: no. you know, another, no. another title that kind of has a, a little mix of suspense and right in your face is Scream. You know, the first scream, they got the intro with Drew, but first you see the the boyfriend's intestines on the floor, you know, so they let you have that, you know, a few minutes into the movie, and then after that, though, you know, the kill with with Drew, I mean, you see some of the the violent acts, but the final kill is just the knife up in the air, and then then they cut away for a minute or two and you're like, well, where's she at? What, you know, what's going on? And then they reveal it, you know, mm-hmm. and they, yeah. they do that with a few more of the, the sequels as well, the you know, knife in the air. And, and then you're kind of left like, well, what happened to that guy?
2: I was and- going to say, like, I, I think I said it in my scream two episodes with Justin because he loves scream two. And that's why I wanted him to come on. It's grown on me, but I'm like, for me, it's just not my favorite sequel. Four is my favorite because to me four is exactly what I wanted in a sequel. I wanted it to be bloody. I wanted it to be more graphic and I just felt like two and three just kind of like two almost, Three, no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt like three really just did they cut it all out, or did we were we really just not gonna get anything? I get it that we're stabbing, so it's not like, you know, actually, did anybody? Yeah, no. The 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 bodyguard did get his throat slit. But yeah, I'm like trying to remember. I'm like, eh. I haven't really seen the third one in a while, but but yeah, I yeah, like the fourth
0: one. Too. Yeah, I honestly. I listened to your scream two episode and yeah. I was just kind of chanting along with you. And you were saying all that. I'm like, yes, yes. Like number four is uh, one in four of my favorites. Yes. And, oh yeah. I mean, and I...
2: no, what? it's just so good. I, I, I feel like I, I kind of ex- expected it to be Jill. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I didn't really expect it to be, what is it? Rory. I can't, I said his real name. I can't remember, but the, the Macaulay Culkin's brother. I didn't expect it to be him. I was like, what? Yeah. That was kind of, I, cause I didn't know the fourth one. I definitely felt a little like, what is happening because everybody was new you know what i mean like it was just like way too many new people and you knew it wasn't going to be gail or stew or dewey or stewie um gail dewey or um,
0: well it's not stewie right.
2: well honestly like those alternate theories about him well they're more specifically from the first one just because it's like coincidence you know Like when they're in the shop, excuse me, the grocery store, and you see like Ghostface running by, and then it cuts to Dewey like eating ice cream, talking to his superior. People are like, oh, he's Ghostface. And I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, maybe in five we'll go crazy. I don't know. I mean, they've been
0: throwing (laughs) that theory around actually online recently for the new one. Like, oh, what if it is on cat? What if it's David?
2: Didn't they say that they did film in, you know, Stu's house? And Matthew Lillard is or was there. So that I, yeah. I don't know if we're gonna get a flashback. Like, I'm because everybody's saying like it's not scream five. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I like, hate the title. There? I know. i hate like, the title. it's scream five. Like, just say it. <laughs> just
0: just say it. Just give us scream five. I know they do that because of the statistics in the past with sure. the sequels making less and less money. But I mean, can you at least give us another name? Scream well, Awakening. Listen-
2: well, Final Destination something. ruined it, though, because they were like Final Destination, Destination 1, 2, 3, and then the Final Destination, and then it was Final Destination 5, 5. and you're like, yeah. wait, what's the, which one's the fourth one then? But no, no, <laughs> <laughs> fourth one's not my favorite, but the- five.
0: That's my favorite the purge is taking that same route i think mm-hmm. they made the
2: final purge
0: and i know steve is very excited he loves the purge i, I love say that purge I, well yeah. i'm i'm saying i'm saying that very sarcastically very very sarcastically steve loves the purge so i oh. know he's excited for more but you know they they kind of <laughs> they made the final purge oh, and then man. they announced that they're doing more
2: yeah i know i i feel like well they, I liked the, the first Purge, quote unquote, which was the last one. I liked that installment and I felt like if this was the second one, the series would have been better. I think if we saw the Ethan the hawk scenario as the first one, you know, classic, and then we saw a prequel and then we went to Anarchy and Election Year, I think it would have done better because I think if we saw... That story earlier because the second one, unless you're paying attention, it's there. You know what I mean? You could miss it, but it's there because they go after those low-income housing apartments. You know what I mean? You know, the whole premise of what they're really doing and why the those trucks are going around. But if that if the first purge had happened sooner, I think the story, I think people would have latched onto the story sooner and really taken off of it. You know what I mean? I I mean, I like. I liked it. I have them all. I like them all. I, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I actually just saw the new one too. I forgot. I actually did see the, the, but, what, what is... Oh geez. The... Oh, my God, what is it called? Ask, ask Steve. Steve no, knows what it is. Steve ask
1: don't him. know. Steve don't know. <laughs> Steve I'm sorry. I'm just push. like,
2: my brain is just like fried today. Three yeah, hours yeah. of driving. I'm just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Been a long, long week, with life and all that stuff, you know?
2: Well, I think, you know, getting into October, my body was this week just felt even longer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just ready for the chillier weather here. I'm ready for, you know, maybe so, things to calm down a little bit.
1: <laughs> how do you, uh, what do you do to celebrate Halloween since it's October?
2: So actually this year we're going to an outdoor party um these people that we know through a friend have this really big house and like big property that they like always have like amazing halloween parties so i'm gonna use i'm doing a modern morticia cosplay for the for my instagram like podcast and i'm just gonna use that as my costume just to keep it easy so i don't have to Just spend more money. and Yeah, costumes are expensive, shit. Well, I've actually, for the modern Morticia, I'm not doing, like, a gown because that isn't what something somebody would wear nowadays. So I wanted to kind of, like, change the outfit. I picked a dress, but it's not a long one. You know what I mean? I did, you know, you'll see. (laughs) But anyway, so, you know, I'm kind of, I'm excited about that little party. And then tomorrow we're actually having um, the girl who showered today, her and her daughters and her fiance are coming over and I'm cooking a spooky uh, dinner, which is literally just like pasta uh, with meat <laughs> sauce. That's like Halloween shaped. <laughs> and I have like little spooky plates that the girls can eat on. And I was going to make some like treats um, and they were going to watch, I think, uh I suggested that they watch Mr. Boogity because they, had, they I think she had said they just watched Hocus Pocus. And I was like, well, Mr. Boogity is like one of my favorite, like, you know, old school, you know, kid kind of Halloween movies. And she was like, I don't even think I've ever seen it. I'm like, Oh my God. No, well, then
1: you have to watch it. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. like, Christy
2: Swanson, come on. <laughs> so um, I think we'll do that though. They're going to come over at like three-ish. So um, I'll at least have most of the day to kind of just chill a little. Right. right. for a hot minute and then, you know, so, get ready. Nice. And it's an easy dinner. So I'm definitely yeah. not um, feeling stressed. It's just more of today was just longer than I expected, like just really longer than I thought. It just yeah. Oof. And I adore I dress all day and that just doesn't happen often. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm assuming we'll probably see uh, some of the festivities on social media.
2: Yeah. So I. Because my podcast is also turning a year old, I also have some other things planned to celebrate for that. And it also includes um, shouting out local vendors around me. So I have okay. a girl who, you know, I'll just tell you guys, she makes really awesome. Those like awesome uh, royal iced cookies that are like super decorative, yep. but hers like don't taste like garbage. They actually like yeah. taste really good too. <laughs> they're usually like flavorless, pretty...
1: yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
2: And they were actually at the baby shower today. Julie had my friend had gotten them from her, and somebody else who had never had them bit into it was like, oh my god, these are delicious. I'm like, I told you. I'm like, they're not just pretty; they're <laughs> delicious. So I'm gonna make some really fun ones for the podcast and then I have somebody else making something for me and, excuse me, my husband's also like a woodworking hobbyer, I guess. That's not his real job, he just likes to make things. And yeah. he actually made me some little like two inch ghost things to hang in my corner. I'm gonna oh, cool. try to like float them under my one of my shelves so yeah i have some vinyl coming up um some new vinyl coming in i'm waiting for fear street but i don't think that that's shipping until the winter i think Waxwork said it was the winter so i'm gonna have to wait a while for that (laughs) where where
1: um can people find you on social media
2: my instagram handle is at here for the booze and each word has an underscore and booze is like b-o-o-s not with a Z, <laughs> trying to keep it spooky, <laughs> not too alcoholic, <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: but I do, I do drink on my podcast, some people, you know, don't love that, but I do, you know, share my drink with everybody and crack my beer if, if I haven't already, sometimes I get a little, I just want to just start drinking. <laughs> well, if,
0: if that's the case, what you got now, what you drinking on now?
2: So right now I'm actually drinking a Sam Adams Wicked Hazy. <laughs> nice.
0: Okay.
2: It's the, I think it's their New England IPA. If I'm going to drink an IPA, it it, I, it honestly, it has to be a hazy one. It, it, if it's clear, I'm not drinking it because that usually means it's really sour and hoppy. And I don't really, yeah. which I think is almost like the opposite of an
1: IPA.
0: Right. <laughs> you, know, you
2: want them to be like that, but yeah. But yeah, I like, uh, this is good. And I just, I, I actually shoved some food down before we chatted It went perfectly with my little hot dog that that. I had. So I was like, oh, perfect a beer. (laughs) I I work at the local brewery
0: here in town. And uh, we actually just made a hazy earlier this year. And it's Mm. called The Monk. And it's very delicious. Very, very good. It's like 5.4%. You know, it's not too heavy. But yeah, it's great.
2: I know. I love a good sour. I love a good, um, yeah, like around here, like my favorite sours are probably um, night shift they come out with some seasonal ones sometimes they keep the same flavors but sometimes they change it up um my favorite was the blueberry one that they had
0: oh i love blueberry
2: it was like a blueberry cinnamon but don't let that throw you off because it was literally (laughs) like somebody just went in the whole barrel you know what i mean like it's like tiny little 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 thing one
0: little stick of cinnamon in there
2: Yeah. yeah nothing not like you're like swallowing cinnamon. You know?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're Definitely not doing the that. cinnamon challenge.
2: Yeah. No, no. And I try to, you know, uh. I try to, you know, drink local stuff, um, like in town, uh, exhibit a is in town. So I will showcase their beer. A lot of places are, which really stinks, but some places you have to go to the place to get the beer, like, um, start in Hopkinton. I can't buy their beer around here. They don't go, work like, with the
0: distributor. Huh?
2: Oh, I wish I, I guess I gotta like know the inns and then yeah. the, you know, the infamous treehouse brewery around here, which is in uh past Worcester. So it's in like Charlton. That's like a crazy drive for me. That's, I think, an hour. Oh, yeah. And I'm not interested in driving an hour to just maybe get like a case or two and spend yeah. a while. their beer is expensive. Yeah. I'm really a vodka drinker. <laughs> right. <laughs> um Yeah. And I was hoping to make a, um, a spooky cocktail um a couple times next month too i was going to make like a margarita a spooky margarita and something else i was just it's cool. like a lot of effort <laughs> to, to get that plus the writing plus yep. working my real job that i get paid for so
3: yeah
1: we know about it well not right? to not to stray too far from the the podcast i just want to mention oh, sure. we got a little kind of a teaser here, the kind of stuff she talks about and her knowledge of the, the horror genre and and um let's before we wrap up let's tell people the best place to listen to the show
2: so the podcast um is you i use buzzsprout so you can either listen straight off the internet on buzzsprout or it's available on google podcasts apple podcasts amazon music um and then the other one, um, Spotify. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't think of it because I don't use that's Spotify, like so I always one. forget that one. That's like the, that's the, the other popular big one.
3: one. I just,
2: yeah, <laughs> and I think I'm on like little ones like Stitcher and like really yeah. little ones that I don't think anybody even uses, but they were like easy yeah. for me to do.
1: As we, know, we just put it out to <laughs> as many as we could find that'll let us. Yeah. Hopefully somebody listens, but um, no, that sure. way
0: it's as flexible as we can, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. hey, we thank you for taking time to come in and visit. Tell us about the show. Congrats on the year! That's exciting. Yeah, same to you guys. We're, yeah. yeah, we're yeah. so yeah. thank we're you hyped about it, and hopefully, we go another ten years or more, yeah. however long yeah. it takes to, to turn this into a uh, full time job. That's the goal. I got an empty full coffee cup. Job. I got
0: an yeah. empty coffee cup, and we can uh, we can we can cheers to. A hundred more episodes to all of us.
2: There we go. Cheers.
1: (laughs) But hey, Jax, thank you for hanging out and we will keep in touch.
2: Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Hey, this is Dr. Gangroon. You're watching the Steve. No, you're not. You're listening to. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show right here on whatever network you're on. I don't know what you're on. Don't ask me. I can't see what you're doing, but keep listening and tune in next week for more cool content on the Steve and crypto show.
1: Hey, thank you to Jax, and we definitely like hearing more about her podcast. Well, I've heard so far has been good and I know you've dug what you've heard and I think you guys will like it too. So go find the hair for the booze podcast. And of course we'll have a link in this episode description.
0: That's right. Anytime is a great time to listen to who here for the booze or the Steve crypto show. But Halloween season, the month of October, I would definitely try to check us out. And, and you might even learn about some new Halloween movies to, to go check out. You might learn about some new uh, festivities or maybe some drinks. Maybe Jax will let you know about some cool festive drinks that you could make at home while you're watching your Halloween movies.
1: Yes. So, um, yes.
0: yeah, just go go back and look through the archives of both of our shows, and I guarantee you'll find something for you.
1: And be sure to let us know on social media your thoughts. Let us know any other good shows or creators or anything that we should check out and maybe feature on the show. And let us know any uh, movies that we should watch this month or anytime, time, but specifically this month. And be sure to visit our Buy Me A Coffee page, buymeacoffee.com slash stevecrypto. Go visit our friends at Fright-Rags.com. That's right.
0: Go get you some Halloween Kills gear. Yes. Maybe some Evil Dads, some Creeps Show. They got it all over there.
1: And um, we thank you guys a million times. And we thank you a million more for listening. We have been the Steven Crypto Show. Happy Halloween, yeah, almost. Happy Halloween.
0: Well, we're not there yet, but yeah, it's happy fun, month of Halloween. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween,
1: motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. All month long, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>